All right, ladies and gentlemen, good evening, good afternoon, good morning, depending on where you are. But uh, welcome back to Redskins Addicts, episode 16. Uh, so this pod will be pretty short this week. Um, we're going to talk about, uh, I guess, really, we'll just start it off. Uh, the cuts. We know the cuts are coming tomorrow. Um, but today, we all woke up to the news that uh, really, it's perhaps a surprise cut for some. Some of you guys expected it. Dev said he wanted to. Um, he expected someone to be cut. But uh Adrian Peterson was cut this morning. Um, and now last week, it's it's weird because we asked the question um, whether Antonio Gibson would be primed to be RB1 uh, by week eight. But with today's release of Adrian Peterson, it's looking like Antonio Gibson will be the week one starter. So who honestly saw this coming? Ellie, I'm going to pass it to you. He's raising <laughs> his hand. He's raising <laughs> his hand. He wants to jump in no, the ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, to be clear, I don't – I didn't see AP getting cut whatsoever. But, and I, I, <laughs> I still have a problem with it a little bit, too, because I think, um, you know, when you're building a team, you want as many good players as possible. AP's still a good player. I mean, you know, I get it. He doesn't really fit the system. I think there's a role still for him here. Um, but at the end of the day, what they're starting to say now was that Haskins had a lot of comfort with Gibson and McKissick on the field at the same time. Like that, that type of offense – is when he performed the best in practices. And so I like that concept because it sounds like they're trying to really build around Haskins, which makes me happy. I, I hate to see guys like AP go, though, who are world-class players. Um, Gibson at running back I think is exciting. I, there are some limitations, though. You know, like I, I would love to see Bryce Love healthy just in case we get to, you know, week two or three and we say, okay, well, this guy shouldn't be carrying the ball every single down. We don't know yet. There's a lot of unknowns, but um, I have faith in Gibson from what I know right now. So. Yeah, it was, it was unexpected, man. Um, like you said, you, you do like having that team leadership in the locker room. And I believe Adrian Peterson was one of our captains as well. So uh, that's kind of the, the, it's for me, obviously there's no training. Well, there's training camp, but there are no preseason games. Uh, we were unable to see how Gibson, McKissick, all the new guys really performed in the offense. And what really rubs me the wrong way the most about this entire situation, up until like this week, Adrian Pearson was RB1. So he was getting the preponderance of all the snaps in practice, um, at least as, as it's been reported to us. Maybe that wasn't truly the case. Um, but what the media was reporting is that, hey, Adrian Pearson is – He's on the field. He's with the starting offense, starting offense, starting offense. Maybe about four or five days ago, you started seeing more releases of McKissick and AG being on the on the on the ground at the same time, AD being on the sideline. Um, but yeah, I just I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I, all I said I said it in the chat this morning. Um, as long as we do not have ten carries for eighteen yards week one versus the Eagles like we did last year, um, then I'm good. But if that happens and it's a it's a game where Dwayne is still a little bit too young to, to truly carry this offense by himself, and we end up losing uh, a game where we could have, have, you know, been the fact from having a power running back. I'll be pissed. So we'll see, Ron. It's a, it's a gamble, but uh, I hope it pays off. It sure is a gamble. Um, <clears throat> when we did the roster pod, was it? I don't know. Was it pod ten? We were, we just talked about this morning. Pod ten. Yep. Uh, we it was a great discussion. So y'all haven't heard it? Go back and listen. The running back discussion. Is, is, is very good to hear to see, you know, where we were back then. Um, but I said – Was Guy still on the roster then too? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, was, so, okay, was. yep. 
Because I, I, I said, in, and, I'll, and I'll preface this, I said in my perfect little world, it would be Geis, Gibson, McKissick, and Barber. Not, not anything about AD being cut, but it was about youth, the youth movement. Because Ron, Ron Rivera has always been about the youth movement. <clears throat> so that's why I said, you know, Alex Smith and, and AP really don't have a place on this team in a perfect world. But like Ellie said, if you're just looking at sheer ability, and I asked you guys this earlier in the admin chat, um, what does Peyton Barber and J.D. McKissick do better than AP? Like, why didn't one of them get cut and AP stay on the squad just for the fact that he's a beast when he gets a ball? Because uh, they're 10 years younger. Yeah, well, yeah, well, exactly. There you go. But, I mean, if you're, and he, he cost peanuts, too. I think he was making, like, $2 million. His salary was minimal. Um, but I don't, I don't think it was about – money i don't think it was about ability i i think like you guys said it was probably about scheme and age and the fact that i don't know who said this earlier in our in our in our group or chat but probably about well julie said it about respect for him to go find their team but i have a problem with this because why not just cut him or release him last month and, and, let those, and let, well they, they probably they didn't and, and guys but you know, it's, it, it's frustrating because they talked about Ron, uh, Dwayne. Dwayne got all the first-team reps because he needed the reps, right? I'm sure Antonio Gibson needs all the reps. Granted, the RB position is the easiest to pick up out of college, but it's just kind of frustrating because it's, we had AP. They should have they cut him and just let the youth come through, but you kind of screwed him over a week before the season starts. I don't know. It's frustrating. I'm not going to say it's typical Redskins because I do believe we're going in the right direction, but that's just my take on it. I mean – Godspeed to AP, man. We love you. I hope you you land, you know, in a, in a, in a, in a good position. Not Philly, not in the NFC. You go to NFC East, man, I have no love for you. So, I'm sorry. Dude, I hope that doesn't happen. Something you said kind of made, made me think about something. Do you guys think that if Geis was performing at this level in camp, we'd be having the same conversation about AP right now? Performing no. yeah. at the same level as yeah, we had what, we had what? the same conversation as about Gibson. Him. We had the same conversation no, 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 no. about him last year. Do you think that guys was doing what Gibson has been doing at camp? And they're they're different running backs. Gibson's a little bit more dynamic than guys was. Do you think we're talking about AP getting cut? Yeah, we talked about it last year, exact same yeah, time. For the, the coach wanted to cut for this exact <laughs> reason because they wanted to play the young guys. I don't think exact so. Same thing. Because uh, here's the thing: like I know Phil has said this a lot, and Phil, you could jump in if if you want, but. Geis, on the roster at the time, he, other than AD, he's one that we saw have some success, albeit with the injuries, when he was – the Philly game was atrocious last year. At 10 for 18, that was, that was horrible. But we saw him have a good game, but we also saw, saw AD have a really good game at the same time. So it's, it's weird with, with Geis. When you look at him, you, you didn't really know what he was capable of, but you knew what he was capable of, if that makes any sense. Um, I think with Gibson, it's just – it's the unknown. Memphis isn't a small college by any means, um, but it's not the larger power conference that Geis was in. And Phil said this before, you know, we, we knew what Geis – looking at Gibson and Geis, uh, Geis had success in the SEC and he had some success in the NFL. We sort of knew what type of player he should be at least or could be. With Gibson, he had success more so at wide receiver than running back in college. And we really just don't know because his conference is a little bit smaller than the SEC. So it's, I think the discussion would still exist. Um, I'm not sure if we would potentially be this angry if that makes sense. It existed sense. last year. They all but cut him. 
for the exact same reason they cut him today, but everybody got mad. Clearly, well, they benched like, oh, him. Yeah, yeah. Let, 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 let me try to tell you what, what the difference is. Difference is with Geis, we had a guy who was in every down back in college. He, he missed his rookie season due to injury, but we were excited to see the kid play. We knew that we had a guy who had been a workhorse before. Adrian Pearson is a workhorse. Now, here we have a little bit of the shell shock from that, too. AP's gone. Geis is already gone. So there's your number one, your number two heading into the season, gone. And I think that maybe Geis being let go for his bullshit is part of the reason why people are panicking more about AP right now. Because now the top two guys on the depth chart heading into this season are both gone. Now, on top of that, because of Geis' injury history, I think people are a little hesitant on the Bryce Love train because they see, oh, here's another running back with an ACL issue. Oh, shit. So now we're looking at, well, who's, <clears throat> who's the other guy? We got other guys. Well, we got J.D. McKissick, who was – everybody sees him as a third down back. You know, Peyton Barber, who is Peyton Barber. Um you know, no excitement getting drummed up there. And then you have Antonio Gibson, who, for all the intangibles he has, all this Weapon X ability that he has, he still only had 40 carries in two seasons at Memphis. And I think some people question that. Now, some people get really excited about that. Because it's all, look, look how fast he is, look how big he is, look at all you're hearing from camp. But then there's people like me who I hope that he does well. But until I see it in the game, I can't totally buy into it because I didn't see it before at the previous level. The reason, one of the reasons why I'm on the Bryce Love train is because I've seen it at the previous level with him. I haven't seen it from Gibson yet. I think that might be – you might be under something right there. Bryce Love is the – is a huge edge factor in this running uh, attack we're going to hopefully have. I I think he's going to – I think that they're not talking about him on purpose. I don't think they're not talking about him because he's hurt. I think this is going to be Gibson's show. I've, I've relented to L.E. on this, man. Even though I did call, I did call AP getting cut, and y'all laughed at me. But I thought he'd get cut for guys. After guys got cut off the team, I thought I'd know where they're getting rid of AP. Because the only never, AP never does what thought AP it. does. You know, only AP does what AP does. But unless, because you could hear in an interview, I can't think of the guy they interviewed right whenever they cut AP. He was talking about how uh, recently Love has been coming on, like he's been running with the ones lately, like, uh, you know, a little bit. They were talking about how he came on here at the very end, the last two weeks or so of practice. He's been coming on. So maybe they kept him around just to see, is this guy going to be the player? We're going to put him on IR. And now that they know they're not going to put him on IR, maybe that's why they got rid of him. I don't know, man. We might go in there and love or Barbara might start, and we haven't been talking about either one of those guys starting the whole year. And this is where it gets weird because just last week they were talking about Bryce Love didn't look the same. His speed wasn't right. there. His yep. cuts. Yep. We're getting all kind of mixed messages about Bryce Love. And John Kime this it. morning. Well, I would if <laughs> what's honest, though, because John Kime this morning said it might be a few months before Bryce Love gets it back. Pup. That, that is, yeah, that doesn't sound yeah. good. So, but the other, at the, the same other, time, the other guy Adrian, said he looks good. Yeah. 
at the same time, Adrian Peterson came out and said great things about both Gibson and Love for what they're going to be bringing to the table now. But he's he's a mature guy, and that's he's he's doing what he's supposed to do too. You know uh, what I mean? There was a there was a reporter on today saying that that here lately in the last few practices he started Love was starting to come on. Who was it though? Do you remember which reporter was it? Man, it was uh, on the Sheehan show this morning. Man, whoever he interviewed, I'm okay. sure I can look on the app. Ben Standing. Yeah, it's Ben Standing. Yeah, Ben Standing. Yeah, yeah. If there is one ounce of doubt that Love has the slightest injury, you've got to put him on the puck. you got three running backs. You can roll with three running backs for eight weeks. Amen. If there is one doubt, if you have any faith in Love and you want him to be the future, you know what? To be honest, we ain't going nowhere this year. I know some of your guys' records predictions, but there is no need to risk his health. Let him get fully healthy. This is a rebuild year. I think it's, it's safe to say that. So that's no, you're- what I think about Love. Now you're saying pup, but are you, are you talking about IR? You can't put him back on pup. I'm sorry, not pup. The IR with yeah, yeah. return designation to return. So, so, what, you, so only, what you think they're going to only do two the, players, though? You said they're going to initially. They have to initially sign him to do that. They have to initially put him as part of the 53, and then the next day they can put him on IR. They can't put him on before that. Correct, but then they so, can fill so that still, fill that roster spot back up. Okay. Okay. It's yeah. it's crazy that that pisses me off, man. Because here's the thing: like you, we were. We were so livid about the training staff the past couple seasons with this organization. You activate him and Alex Smith from Pup a couple of weeks ago, and then now you're telling me this dude isn't really ready. Same with, with Foster, man. So, what, like, you take these guys from the physically unable to perform list, you put them into camp, and then you're saying, oh, you know, they're still not healthy. You have to sign them to the active roster – then place them on IR, and I think you can only designate two players to return. So it's it's nuts because you run the risk of, of putting people on IR with designation to return before week one even occurs. And I'll say that, um, you know, we, we lose McLaurin. Knock on wood. But say we lose McLaurin, and he separates his shoulder, and he's going to be out for 12 weeks. Fuck, man. Like, we don't, don't, we don't, don't have – the... Don't bring him back. Don't bring him back. But, damn, dude, like, that's crazy because now you lose the, the opportunity to bring a player back. You don't know what you're going to be like in 12 weeks. A yeah. miracle may occur, and he can't come right. back. And we're already really thin at wide receiver. So, it's like, why the hell did you activate these guys? Like, it's just it's, – it reeks of stupidity to me, man. It, it just – it pisses me off when you're thinking of Alex Smith – now, I didn't really factor him into the quarterback situation this year, but that's someone you're talking about. When you're yeah. thinking of, of Reuben Foster, you're like, well, what the hell, guys? You, you said he was healthy, and then he's, he's practicing with the twos and threes? Alex Smith has not been – I didn't know this today, thanks to Ben Standing. I heard that interview. Alex Smith hasn't even been cleared for contact. We are a week – we are eight days from – eight days from the first start of the season. He hasn't been cleared for contact. Yeah, kid. He is not. He is not the backup. He might make the fifty. He might make the fifty-three. He ain't the backup. And it's taking a roster spot, just like we talked about. He's going to take a roster spot, and it's going to aggravate the f out of us. He's going. You know, he's going to make the fifty-three, and he's going to immediately be put on IR. Yeah, that's, what they, that's what they need to do. Stupidity. Stupidity. I think it is too, because honestly. And here's the thing, and I'm about to go on my soapbox for about 30 seconds here. All these Redskins fans I'm seeing out here saying that we should be starting Smith instead of Haskins. 
Are you nuts? All right? Smith is the old king. He was the fake king. He wasn't supposed to be here. He was brought here in a bad trade. We signed to a bad con uh, contract. Now we got Simba running things. And y'all trying to bring back Scar. What the hell? <laughs> Lion King reference. I appreciate that. I love it. No, I'm telling you. Alex Smith, Alex Smith can't move his one foot without this mechanical brace in there. If that thing gets knocked slightly loose, you've got a one-footed man in an ass-kicking contest, and he is not going to win. You know what I hate about the Alex Smith conversation is those types of quarterbacks aren't even the types of quarterbacks that are winning in the NFL anymore. Like, these, like, secure game managers don't turn the ball over. They aren't going anywhere in the NFL. So what's the point of having somebody who doesn't take risk and turn the ball over just to finish six and ten anyway. Right. I don't understand the fascination. They're, 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 they're backups. They're backups is what they are. Exactly. Uh, hard to say that when you got guys like Russell Wilson. He's not a game manager. That dude. Is, that, that dude. At that first, dude is a at first, baller. At first, he was a guy. He was just kind of like he was good, but he okay. wasn't really gonna like. He was the, a he won on the defense. That defense won. He but was a said, You got to start. You comparing somewhere? a rookie, Russell Wilson, with a. a the guy's fifteen-year veteran. Hey, man, I'm Smith? just, I'm just saying, you can win in today's football with that style of play. No, man, the, the game is got to be better at all. The game is so different now than when Russell Wilson first came in the league. I mean, look, look at the conference finals teams last year. Who was it? it was uh, I don't even remember who. Like the Mahomes, uh, was... <laughs> that's how long <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo lost the Super Bowl for his team, and he takes more chances than Alex Smith. I mean, it just. I don't understand why people have this mentality where, like, we sort of inflate guys' credibility because we feel sorry for them that they got hurt. Alex Smith hadn't been good his entire career at all. It's the last time we were relevant. But the last time we were in first place, Alex right. Smith was the quarterback. That, that's, the, that's the reason people are gravitating towards him. But when you go and peel back the onion – and you're like, yeah, we were six and three when we faced Houston. We weren't a true six and three team. Like those fucking six teams that we beat were I mean, garbage. You know what your record is, man. And Alex Smith, no, Alex Smith might have been no, MVP. Bro, no. Numbers got, lie. Oh numbers lie. He got, when you got Alex Smith was now Adrian Peterson. Had we made the playoffs, Adrian Peterson may have had a run towards MVP, but yeah. not Alex Smith. No, no, no. I'm talking about the year. The year he was at that last year in Kansas City, he was there. Yeah, oh, but that, who doesn't that, do well under an Andy Reid? And, and, and Tyreek Hill and Kareem Hunt. That's an anomaly. Look at his stats. Yeah, it's the first time his career he threw for over 20 touchdowns right. and over 4,000 yards. That was a blip. And didn't, and didn't, Mahomes, and didn't Mahomes start a game that year? They started the last two games or something like that. He yep. probably would have won MVP a year if that had to happen. Mahomes would have won MVP if he started that year. No, I'm talking about uh, Alex that year. I know. That's what I'm saying. It, it wouldn't matter because Mahomes would have did the same thing. Like, there was yeah. still having issues with him throwing deep that year. I, I just – I don't understand the fascination. He led the league in deep passes. He, yeah, because that's what the offense did. Was it air yards? No. Tyreek yeah, Hill is yeah. always open. You can't cover <laughs> Tyreek Hill. That's what right. it is. I, yep. I don't get it. I don't get it. Well, one thing I want to go back to about the running backs, too. I think we might have all missed something with the Peyton Barber signing, and that's that he played in that division with Ron for however many years he's been in the league, and we all kind of thought he was just kind of – an additive to the running back room to give some comp and camp. And maybe all along, Ron said, okay, this is going to be my close game 
we need to run the ball to run the clock out kind of guy. And we, we just kind of dismissed him. Um, you know, he was signed March 25th. I just looked it up. The guy stuff started happening in March, you know, and I, again, we don't, we're not really fully clued in on what they knew and what they didn't know about guys, but maybe there was something there all along that we just kind of overlooked regarding Peyton. But we knew McKissick was going to make the team. They've been talking yeah. about how much they like McKissick since they signed him. But maybe, maybe Barber was never in question, and maybe Geis was never really going to be on the team. They just wanted to wait for all the details to come out. And then we knew they were going to take a running back very high in the draft, and I consider the third round to be high in the draft considering team needs. So they knew they were going to add at least one more back in addition to the backs that they signed. Long story short, I think Peyton Barber was probably a lock for this roster a long time ago, and we just didn't see it coming because we were so focused in on a guy and guys that maybe never had a chance to make the roster given the personal issues in the offseason. And then AP, because he's given us basically a thousand yards a season since he's been here, he doesn't cost us anything. And quite frankly, he was the best player on the team the last two years. Yeah. Basically. All right, gents, we're going to, uh, I think it's time to transition to, I guess, the cuts. Uh, so surprise cuts bubble dudes for tomorrow. Um, I'll start off with the real sexy one, but I think we're going to cut Steven Montez. Steven Montez <laughs> will be cut from the quarterback room guys. And so practice squad, practice yeah. squad. Somebody check on Dev. <laughs> no. uh, he, he's going practice squad because of COVID. That's why he's going on practice squad. Yeah. He, he ain't getting cut. He's going practice squad. I know Dev's Sorry. Dev's Madden franchise quarterback is getting cut. I know you you probably like to run the read option with Montez and Nah, he ain't even on Madden. He's not. <laughs> I'm not on there, man. I, I was looking forward to it. That's the that, player. That's why Madden <laughs> sucks. God damn, man. Oh yeah. gosh. I'm gonna write a strongly worded email to EA. But, so we'll we'll just we'll run down this real quick then. So obviously we know the quarterbacks. We think it's gonna be Dwayne. Um, Kyle and then Alex with Alex getting moved to IR. Um, real quick, do you guys think he gets the IR designation to return, or is this just another truly benched year for him? I think he's out. He's out. I don't. He, he proved. He proved what he needed to prove. I think. Now, if we if we place on IR and then release, I don't know. That, that doesn't make any sense. So nah. it's just weird. Then, like, why keep him? You can do it for Alex. Yeah, like. You can do injury settlement if you if you IR him for the whole year. You could. Uh, he has to agree to that, though. He, he does. You could. You you don't want to waste a IR designation to return for week eight. That's just the like you were talking about earlier, Rod. That's a bad move. But like, if we IR him and then cut him, can another team sign him? Uh, it's a stupid rhetorical question. It doesn't make sense to IR. He goes on waivers. Just cut. I guess just sign him. I think we. No, no, no. The, the veterans. The veterans. Um, if they do the settlement, they don't have to go through waivers. That's the that's the blessing of being a veteran. He's not they have to agree settlement. To he's or not. He would have retired already. He's I think guaranteed seventeen million this year. Win, lose, or draw. I, see, I, don't, or not? I don't think we cut him because of that stupid Project Eleven doc. <laughs> like, how bad of a look is that that he fought all this way to come back and then we're like, see ya. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, I didn't pick a snap. It's symbolic. Yeah. Well, yeah, he, he, he yeah, no. that still might happen, but no, he's not. They, they should <laughs> cut him. They should cut him. I don't think they oh, will. They, he's IR. They definitely should. They're not going to cut him. He's going to take a snap, and he might leave after that. 
But That's, I'll tell you what, man. If we lose someone that we we, God, dude. If we cut this dude or place him on they, IR, they, like sign him to fifty three, then put him to IR and then wait twenty four hours, and we want to bring someone back, and that person can't come back because they got snatched up from another team. I'm gonna have a damn stroke. Like that's that's just stupidity, man. That's the thing. Like, just cut him. If he's not part of your future, just cut him. Don't play the IR game. Well, especially since you're talking about this youth movement, and I think we're talking about these cuts. Yes. We have to look at it from that lens, right? Like AP's gone. Alex needs to be gone. Jeremy Sprinkle needs to be gone. Um, who else? That's, that's my surprise cut, Jeremy Sprinkle. Ryan Kerrigan. So <laughs> he, he's probably he probably has another two years. So so our running backs we're keeping we're gonna keep Gibson, McKissick, Barber, and Love. Everybody. Yeah. AD's Love gone, might right? be IR, but yeah. Yeah. So receivers. We don't have anybody. <laughs> they gotta stay almost, right? Like except for well, so, Trey Quinn. Yeah, Trey Quinn. Yeah, he's out of here. Well, what about that? <sighs> so we that... got Jonathan See, I, I Johnson. VZ, Justin Weir, Cam Sims gone. Mm, I think he uh, may. Cam's had a really good camp. And it's I either him or Quinn. Like I might mess around and start. Oh, stop. <laughs> what about uh, Isaiah Wright? We haven't heard much from Isaiah Wright. He's making a team. I think he he's going to make the team. Sure. I think AGG, I think he's going to be the punt returner. You think AGG goes practice squad and you keep Cam Sims? Nah, you're not putting a fourth round. Nah, AGG both right. makes the team, too. I think Wright's a punt returner. I he might Wright's be IR too. AGG Wright, might be IR. Wright is going to take Trey Quinn's spot. I think Wright's going to be the punt returner. We'll see. Cam shows up. Cam shows up way too often in those highlights that they're showing online and making plays. That I I think that Cam's going to start. I don't know if he's going to start, but he'll be. He'll Look, make, man, I'm he'll not saying week one. Cam's going to start. You know what's going to happen to Cam? You know what's going to happen to Cam Sims? We're going to sign a veteran, and they're going to cut Cam Sims to make that veteran. I, I still think we're going to get a veteran. I think if, I think if you cut a veteran, it's going to be uh, uh, Inman. Oh, no, no, I think we're going no to sign, yeah, we're gonna sign a veteran that gets cut from another team and then release Cam Sims. They're going to release Inman. <laughs> what? Inman started. Man, it, wouldn't make, it doesn't make any sense to keep that dude on the team if you sign another veteran. It makes zero sense. Why no, would you keep true. him on the team? To put him in because you have no receiver. veteran experience at receiver. But you're saying if they pick up a veteran receiver, why would they keep him? Because you need more than one veteran at receiver, dude. If we outside of Inman in his seven years, the most experienced receiver is three years, and that's Trey Quinn and Cam Sims. That's crazy. I think I think that, but I also think that McLaurin is is pretty, uh, you know, mature. No, he is. That's all they really talk about is that how he he plays beyond his years. Well, I'm like you got you got those guys in there. I think I think they're going to resign. I think they're going to if that happens, they pick up another veteran. I think like Sanu or something. I think they cut him. There's no place for him. He doesn't play specials, and you don't want to have an old ass receiver like three receiver deep. What's the use of having him on the team if he does nothing? Because who else you have? Because I mean, if that's the case, why have any of these young dudes on the team then? If you're saying Sims ain't ready to play, if you need him to right now, Cam. If you're saying Steven Sims isn't going to be your slot guy, if you're he saying is. right, you drafting him. If you keep him on the team, I'm just saying. If you're saying these guys aren't, why are you keeping Emman when those guys are going to be playing over? Him? Because Emman's better. They're, just, they're not the same position. There's a lot of, a lot of the on a street that a street are better. 
Right. But I'm saying that's not that, that, just because you're better. Don't mean you're AP's better than the running backs we got now. They cut his ass. Yeah, but he's a running back. is better. better Carrick is right. The best defensive end we have on the team. They got it's it. Likely he won't. There's a difference, man, because those the running backs have a skill set that benefits Haskins. Those receivers don't, and they need to get somebody who does. Because as much as we love Terry, they're going to roll coverage to Terry all the time. We know that. We don't have a tight end that's proven. We don't have other receivers out there that are proven, so we need to help Terry out. So, yes, Emmons going to play a lot. I think just makes it over Sprinkle, by the way. Remember I said that. Hint that just makes it over, over, over Sprinkle. I don't think either of them make it. Ball. Yeah. Ball's making it over Sprinkle. Yeah. Ball's making it, too. It's going to be Thomas Ball and Hintages. And Lutton. Rodgers. Richard Rodgers, that's your three. So, Thomas Ball and Rodgers. Yeah. Sprinkle's gone. We'll see. I mean, by, uh, by all accounts, Rodgers has outplayed um, everyone sprinkle. outside of those two. And uh-huh. Hintages can be practice squad, well, so well, that's the, not really a concern. The, the interviewer guy said that uh, Rodgers played better than all three of them. They was like, he's, he's better than he, he, No, he's, no. He, he's Haskins, has, Haskins has chemistry with Logan Thomas. Yeah. But uh, uh, what's his name? Um, ben Standing. He, he said – they should cut ball. This is his strategy. You should cut ball because nobody's going to pick him up. He's an undrafted guy. Nobody's going to pick him up and then bring him back on the practice squad because if you think he's been your future. But he's been taking all the number two reps from what I've been reading. He's the number two tight end. Chestnut checkers. Chestnut checkers. I wouldn't do that then. Just just sign him, man. Just sign him. Um, and did, did we end up keeping Moss as like IR designation? Did we re-sign him? Yeah, he reverted yeah. to IR. Okay. Pick him up on waivers. Okay, perfect. So offensive lineman. So starting from left tackle, I guess we're going to keep Christian. Left guard will be Martin. Who's our left know. tackle? It's going to be Jerron Christian to start the start the year. I, I think it is. Left guard will be yeah, Martin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Louisville. We'll have Rahillier, uh or Chase Rulier, whatever the hell you, his fucking name is. Rulier. At, at Rulier. Rulier. Center. French. Right like guard, crates. Sheriff, and then right tackle, Moses. So then I guess the reserves, we're going to keep that – was it David Sharp they just traded for? He ain't getting mm-hmm. cut. They just he traded, did, yeah, they they traded him. Yeah, they traded him. We'll keep Raiders. Sadiq – I think Sadiq Charles will actually make the 53. But isn't he injured still? He ain't prank. He has not taken one snap in camp. Another I know, but – That is going to IR, man. Yeah. Another thing, though, why, weren't, why wasn't he pupped? Just right. idiocy. Yeah. Freaking idiocy. Come on, they man. Still, like, oh, still, my God. They can still do that, right? No. No, you have to do pup, like, to start camp. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you have so, to. so you have, like, the physicals as they're arriving. If you say, oh, your, your foot's bent the right to the right 90 degrees, you can't get in the game yet. Or you can't do a squat without saying your knee hurts. You can't play. Stupidity. Stupidity to do this. So it's, it's wasting a slot for someone who's injured. But you can't cut the guy because – He's a draft pick. He's fairly high. Was it third rounder, fourth rounder? So they'll, they'll get picked fourth. up. Fourth? They'll get picked yeah, up. Okay. That's um, and then Lucas, I don't, I don't know if we keep him, man. Um, it seems like he's had a crappy camp. Cornelius be, Lucas. I think he'll Lucas be the swing. He'll cut, be the swing. The same reason Emmons gonna get cut. But can't he's David just... Sharp? Can't David Sharp be the swing? <laughs> I was messing with Lee. I knew you'd get that one. I don't know uh, about enough about David Sharp. I I had looked into zero David Sharp. He, I don't even know he's exactly. a middling tackle, which that means left, if left or right. Left, swing. he had he, but he had. So here's the thing: I looked at Pro Football Focus. If you care for it or not, whatever, he would have been our highest rated tackle last year. Ooh. 
So, <laughs> so, so, but so would have Cornelius Lucas. So yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't truly tell the whole story and numbers don't lie. Sometimes they do. Um, but as, as for all the talks about Donald Penn, um, David Sharp's not necessarily a pushover. He had credible game tape. Um, he's I ranked in the run blocking on Focus. Yeah, it's. It, it, I mean, he's replacing a future Hall of Famer. I, I hate to say it, but Trent was great. Um, we were lucky uh, to have. Um, think so. Think you think Trent's a, a Hall of Famer? You think so? What? Are you for real? Yes. You're trolling. You're trolling, man. man one time, one trolling. time, all prolers don't go a Hall of Fame, bro. I know. I here's the thing, man. Like, I think. To segue real quick on, on his one-time All-Pro, I think that's tied to the, the marijuana use early in his career and in the pro football writers of America hold grudges, man. So you got pencil dick dudes who never played football. Um, they didn't grow beyond 5'7 and 110 pounds, and they're pissed off. And they oh, see what? someone wasting, potentially wasting their time and their talent, and they don't vote you to the All-Pro. I, I, I think it means that, a lot. Isn't that one guy? Isn't that one guy that was making funny and bullying people on Miami All Pro multiple times? Who Richie Incognito? He was never All Pro. Yeah, hasn't he? No, he's, he was never he All Pro. Been... Not right. that I'm aware of. I, here's the bad part. Until that story came out, I actually he was one of those guys. That every time he pop up as a trade possibility or a free agent, I was like, I want that guy because he's uh, uh, he was always a mean, vicious dude, and I felt like our line lacked that. And then I find out that he's a mean, vicious dude in real life, and I'm like, oh, never mind. Yeah, but never, I, never I, like the, I like the style. I think, um, I think Pierce Bacher gets cut, the guy we drafted last year, by the way, on the offensive line. I think they keep oh. Clark – was his name Sharp? And I think they keep Lucas. Lucas is a bubble guy, though, so if anybody goes, I think it'll be him. And I think uh, Ross Pierce Bacher is out of here, too. And I think we keep extra linemen, though. <clears throat> Yeah, so yeah, Pierce Bacher. It makes sense to cut him though because we just uh, we dra- did we draft Keith Ismail? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Is, you think he should, Keith Ismail makes the team? Heck yeah, yes. I think so. Yeah, I think so. I think I he's. Wondered, I, wondered I think I think that. he's bigger and more physical than uh, Ruhier. Um, Chase just has the the experience right now, but I I could see Ismail. If 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 Chase goes down with like an injury, I think Keith may come in. Keith Ismail may come in and just hold it down and not give the job back up. This is where I miss Cooley because he was really good at breaking down the uh, O-linemen. He, he liked, he liked uh, Chase Rouillet in some spots last year. Yep. He liked Pishbacher coming out of college too, but yeah. he didn't pan out. So, <laughs> surprise cuts then. I mean, we, we could go through every position group, but my, I'll just I'll start to close out the pod with my surprise cut. Um, I don't think that Reuben Foster makes this 53. I don't think that he stays on to make the 53 and then IR with an IR return designation. I think they're just going to come. So they may extend the dude. Um, it's not like th- he's not tied to this regime. So I'm going to close out my segment of the pod. I think, uh, I think Ruben Foster will be a surprise cut uh, tomorrow. So afternoon. Pierre Lewis makes him expendable. You think? Yeah. I mean, Shit, guys, Hey, right. let's, it's, it's a not for long league, man. And, and, Ron Rivera just showed up, and you haven't showed them anything. So, um, no. Richie made All Pro in 2015, by the way. Are, are you saying because of health issues, he's not ready? I think that they like it's it's crazy, man. Because like you you look at like the linebackers. 
I've seen, we've all seen a couple of stories about Kevin Pierre-Lewis. I'm like, who the hell is this dude? Like seven years in the league. He's been around the way. He's performing well. It's only practice. And like Anthony Armstrong said when he was on the pod with us last week, that it's, it's scripted for the offense. But they like what they see. And if, if you're not going to be able to put yourself out there, unfortunately you're injured and you haven't gotten back up to 100%. No skin off their nose, man. So that's that's my surprise cut. I, I don't see Reuben Foster making this team tomorrow. And that'd be huge, man. I, that may be a bigger story than Adrian Pearson getting cut um, because there's so high expectations for him. And he's um, young. Based upon he's young. He comes from Bama. You know the Bama boys bang. And, um, I mean, he had a good rookie season with the 49ers before the domestic issues came about, which he eventually was cleared of. But, um, yeah, I mean – I want the guy to start. Um, I want him to have a, a great career because it's 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 nice to have a true captain of the defense in the middle. Um, and we thought he would be that guy, but unfortunately, the the, the drop foot uh, they say it's healed, but I don't think he's at 100 percent where he needs to be to to be fast. They say he's looking pretty slow and lethargic uh, moving around the field. So and he's only been. Damn. I don't think he's ever practiced first team. It's always been second and third team. So that's my surprise cut. May not be a surprise, um, but. That, that's that's me. Uh, we'll go around the horn to see what you guys are thinking. I want to hear from Steve. Surprise cuts? I don't know about yep. surprise cuts. I mean, Trey Quinn, man, it's it, he just doesn't. I don't think I don't think he needs to be on the roster for for wide receivers, man. Nothing personal, but I just think it's more potential than the people we got. As much as we don't like Cam Sims right now, or some of the questions are. Isaiah Wright. I'd rather roll with Isaiah Wright. I'd rather Isaiah Wright have a rough spot than Trey Quinn. Um, I don't have any technically surprise cuts. I mean, um, not surprise cut Aaron Colvin. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Aaron Colvin lottery pick for the interception game. I'm telling hey, you, I think I think Sean Davis is going to get cut. Remember I said yeah. that. Yeah, he's. He, I, I, agree. I I agree. I didn't think about it till what Ellie posted it earlier, but it makes sense because Apke has had first team reps since day one. They're saying Curl is actually playing better than him. Cameron Curl is going to be his backup. So, there you go. I don't know who the backup strong safety is behind Landon, but um, – The are angry. There you go. He'll get three picks this year, by the way, probably. Like Darty. <laughs> <laughs> what you got, Phil? Um, see, I was going to say Sean Davis, you know, and, and it's funny because we signed him to start. We expected him to start, and I did not expect him to start. Just let everybody know this. Look at everybody else that's on our roster is going to play free safety, and look what they had done, and look what he did. It seemed like that was that was it. So what did he do? He was like the fourth rated free safety in the NFL. But he was a starter like in Pittsburgh. He was a starter in Pittsburgh, and he had. He was a shitty starter in Pittsburgh, though. <laughs> Well, we, our shitty starter, our shitty starter, decided to go and get in trouble at One Loudon and do all kinds of other shit. I hate so, to quote the great Charles Barkley, but he is terrible. Terrible. <laughs> He's terrible. Terrible. Did you, what, you, what were you saying? I was just saying that. I mean, here's a guy we signed with the expectation that he was probably going to be the starter, not Troy Apke. And here we go. We Now we're running with Troy Atkins, free safety. No one saw that coming, except for Devil claimed that he did. Troy, Troy <laughs> um, Atkins, I said on the first podcast, you my guy, dog. Don't let, don't let him mess with you because you're a white guy. You said that was your guy. You didn't say he was going to start. 
but there's a difference. But see, they, anyway, they, uh, that's my surprise they, cut. I think Sean Davis bro. is gone. <laughs> Jason Seahorn. I'm going to read some names off, too, that I think are going to get cut real quick in the last few seconds. Uh, we said Sean Davis. I think DeShazer Everett might get cut. I Ooh. think, uh, let's see, Danny Johnson. I think he's out of here. I think he's had enough time to prove something. He can't stay healthy. Um, I think somebody else that might be a surprise cut might be John Bostic. I, I have heard nothing about him this offseason in training camp. Have you guys heard much about him? John Bostic starts. Um, I know Oof. they love Cole Holcomb, though. What? They do love Cole Holcomb. Um, I don't think Kerrigan gets cut because that would just be dumb when they had the yeah. opportunity to trade him. He has value somewhere. So if he's still here, that means they're going to keep him. Um, start. I think uh, Nate Orchard's out of here. I, I hate that because I like his story, but I think Orchard is, is out of here. Um, I don't know who may, Ryan B may be out of here. Uh, Ralford out of here? Yeah. Oop. Yeah, yeah. Jordan Brelford, yeah, he's, he's gone. gone. I like him too. Uh, and I think what about Wes Schweitzer? Hey, I, don't know. I don't know. I think I think he'll make the team as as a, a backup to Wes Martin. But it's weird because I thought he would start over um Martin. Like the, the roster pod, I said that Wes Schweitzer would start. Um, but Martin's been having the better camp from uh what I've seen. So I think he'll get the nod. And I, and I just want to officially go on record and say I think Cam Sims is going to get cut when we sign a veteran receiver. Um, just in case somebody brings this up in an admin chat <laughs> two months from now, I said it here. I'll screenshot it. Mark it down. Mark it down. We're recording video and audio from this pod. It's going to be Inman. Right. That's probably the most intriguing position group, I think, wide receiver going into tomorrow, though. There's – it's the most robust on the current roster right now. I think there's like 11 or 12 dudes, and you're probably only going to keep six. So, um, yeah. But Cam Sims. So, who is your if, – if we're going to have one parting shot from L.E. then, if we're going to bring a veteran, who are we going to bring in? Did you say Antonio Brown? <laughs> Just stop it. <laughs> it. I don't know because I think it's going to be somebody who gets cut that they don't expect to get cut. So we won't know until tomorrow, four o'clock, and then we'll have to look at the rosters. But there's going to be a second receiver um, somewhere that gets released that people aren't. I don't think Sanu's the guy anymore. I like the Sanu connection, but the reports are that he had the same thing going on that Reuben Foster did, that he was moving really slow at camp. And why do we want to do that just because Dwayne Haskins? Um, has a relationship with them. I like the concept. I don't think that's the right fit. It'll be probably somebody a little bit younger than that. Um, you know, there's maybe somebody from Cincinnati that gets cut that they're not expecting since they're going with the youth movement with Joe Burrow. I'm not talking about A.J. Green. Maybe it's, if Tyler well, Boyd. Always A.J. Green. Yeah. But somebody like Paul that. Richardson. I think that Paul, yeah, <laughs> he's still a free he's, agent, too. Yeah, no, he, he plays for Seattle. Didn't, he, I thought he was a free. He got signed by Seattle. He got signed by Seattle. Okay, well, they signed Josh Gordon, too, so, you know. Yeah, they did. Well, gentlemen, this has been a short uh, but sweet pod. Um, I'm looking forward to the news tomorrow. Uh, if you guys have the opportunity and availability, maybe listeners out there, maybe we have a surprise pod that we'll throw at you. Um, we're all busy. Uh, we all have uh, things going on, but we do love to talk uh, Washington football team with you. And so – Please listen, subscribe, and share, and uh, we'll be back next week, Friday for sure, maybe earlier with the special pod. So uh, keep your, uh, your Spotify and your Apple podcast tuned in. Time I'm to draft. Time to draft. And shout out to DeMar Daisy with the, uh, the squeaky voice.
<laughs> Later, y'all. Later. Put Alex Smith. What for Marshall? <laughs>